I need a time. I need at least mm. four hours, at least at least four hours, one day a week. Yeah. Um, so let's try. And I put the two kids in there, uh, and they last one week. Mm. And I put them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people is ah, oh, you just have to go through the crying. I was like, no, it's not about the crying. Mm. I have it's something in my heart that I just mm. can. I just felt that I was doing something wrong. I just mm-hmm. felt that God was asking me something and I wasn't doing it. It was a lot of thought and a lot of investigation of how you do this because I want to teach them. But then when you're at home and then you pray with them and worshiping with them and dancing with them and you go like, who else is going to do this? Hello and welcome. I'm Tanya Reason and this is The Gospel According to Mum, the show where we discuss the transformational work done in us by Jesus Christ as we live out motherhood and discipleship with Him. In part two of this episode, Mariana and I discuss how in our exuberance of new faith, we pray bold prayers and make big promises to God. And then as we become mothers, we realize the length and breadth of all we hold back from the Lord. We discuss how moralizing to our children reveals our unconscious hypocrisy even further as they see all that we do and say. Even so, the great patience and love of our Lord is made evident as he walks through it all with us, gently helping us to learn and grow. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's it's good that you can have gone through this and you can see. And that's something I've found frequently with people that I've spoken to is they, they tell these stories of, you know, varying degrees of suffering and, and afterwards they always say, I see the faithfulness of God because yeah. of what happened. And yeah. that's, that's such, encu- such an encouraging thought. Speaking of the faithfulness of God, another thing that you brought up was after you had become a mother, you went back to Genesis. <laughs> and <I did. laughs> um, you found yourself um, with Abraham and Isaac on the mountainside reading that yep. scripture, Genesis 22, 1 to 19, and something that you thought would be an, an, an easy an easy path to take. You, you could see yourself in Abraham's shoes. Suddenly it wasn't so easy. Yep. You want to talk about revisiting that scripture? Oh, I love it. It is the way that God keeps us humble. Um, <laughs> through my journey, you know, I'm like, I'm fully devoted, passionate, you know, everyone has a different journey. But when I give my life to Christ, I'm like, I'm giving my life to Christ. I already waste too many years without you. So I'm like, I'm just going to mm. be so passionate about you. Yeah, and I'm just going to speak to what about you. You know what I mean? I was like, I don't want to mm. waste any time. And I mm. went to Bible college and, you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm all for you. And this, you know, I have faith and I love Abraham, like one of the you know, characters or the person uh, that I love a lot out of the Old Testament is Abraham. His faith, it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I always was amazed by it. Before kids, I was like, oh my goodness. I, and I will pray these bold prayers of like, God, I'm going to be a woman of faith. Like Abraham, I'm just going to do it. Anything you ask me, I will do it in your name. Uh, and then I remember my kid was two months. Uh, my daughter was two months. And, and I'm reading Genesis again and I got to that point and I just started crying like a baby like I was literally crying and I was saying Lord forgive me because I don't know if you ask me this I will do it (laughs) so how two months you know how becoming a mother it shifted the the position of your heart Mm. it actually and and it 
it's a way to keep us humble, to know that we still need him, to know that we're still way too long journey to keep walking with him, to strengthen our faith, to yeah. pursue him even more and become more like him. Uh, and I'm reading that and I was like, and I turned to my husband and I was like, I don't think I will do it. Mm. You know, it make me feel like a, such a little faith, like yeah. this woman who just, boasting how much I have faith in him and what I can do. Mm. I'm like, I don't think I can do it. Yeah. I will wouldn't be able to do it. And and I know a lot of people say, Oh, if God asks you to do something like that, he will give you the grace and he will give you the strength and the power to do it. I get that to that point. Mm. But in that moment I'm like, I felt that my prayers my powerful prayers become so small. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. powerful prayers become so like, oh I do need you so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, was like, it yeah. wasn't about that's, how going to be, but about like how much I need you. Yeah, yeah. I think that's the point, isn't it? We couldn't do it without him. Yes. And that's what maybe what he wants us to realise. But I wanted to ask you, after waiting so long for children, did did that make you afraid when you were going through pre- your first pregnancy? Were you worried then no. about what might happen? No. What about the it's, second one? It's so beautiful. No, I didn't. Like, uh, no, I didn't. I, I, it didn't even cross my mind. Mm-hmm. It's um, someone actually asked me. Uh, of course, like a first-time mom, you know, you have any pain, and you go like, "Oh, is this okay?" Mm-hmm. But I think every mom going through that. Um, but I never, yeah, I, I was never afraid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, yeah, and I have a beautiful pregnancy um, until the forty week. Let's just stop there. <laughs> Which is not going to compete on how it was. Yeah. <laughs> but it was beautiful pregnancy. Yeah. Um, my second one had everything. Like I have gestational diabetes. He was bridge. Uh, everything mm. in it. Yeah. Um, but it's still two healthy, beautiful kids. And I never was afraid. Like never. And even when I read that genesis of, you know, I never thought, would you ask me my kids? I, I never thought that he would actually ask me or take mm-hmm. them away. But it was more in my heart going like, man, I don't have that faith. Yeah. Like I have a lot to keep going. I have a lot to keep growing. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of need of Jesus. You know, it was that awareness of like, yeah, you can say that you have this until this can happen. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. The reason I ask is I was, I was thinking about Abraham. Because you waited significantly longer than I had to wait, but Abraham waited significantly longer than either of us had to wait. (laughs) And and for him to have waited so long for this child and then to have God ask for it back, that makes it even more striking, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. But I think, and that's what I think, I love the faithfulness of God. Um, Just because imagine if we wait longer, to the point that would be like impossible to have kids, you know, for age or whatever, like, and he makes it happen. So therefore, we know that whatever he asks, he can do anything again. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. I think as, uh, and, and you can see it, it's, it's sad to say it, but you can see it with people who have suffered even more um, and have gone through harder journeys. They know his faithfulness in different level that we mm. know, and that's what we have to grasp from each other, mm. because we just know different facets from him. And when we come together, we go like, "Oh yes," and that kind of inspires to keep going. Yeah, because with Abraham's waiting, 
you know, I've been thinking a lot about discipleship. I was in a service a little while ago and somebody said something and I can't actually remember what it was that they said, but suddenly something, you know, has some, suddenly something, some string pings in your heart and you think, oh, you know, there's, there's a bit that I missed. And I was yeah. thinking, because I was, I was almost congratulating myself a little bit, because I was thinking, oh, I've given this to God, and I've given that to God, and I gave my career away to God, and I, I've given my children to God. And, I, and all of a sudden I realized there was one thing in my life that I still had not given to God, and to this day I can't, I can't let it go. I would quite happily stand up before Christ and say, I've given you everything except this one thing. Yeah. And it's moments like those when you read when you read the scripture and you realize, I thought I'd given my life to Christ, but actually I've only given bits and pieces. Yeah. It's, um, it's quite, um, it's quite arresting, isn't it? The, the yeah. business of discipleship is not, it's not done in one event, is it? Exactly. Exactly. Mm. And you can see that in kids. I think that that's where we grow so much as a mother's when we, you know, when we become mothers, because when we disciple in our own kids, when we just not even disciple in the ways of Christ, but just making them little humans to be humans. All right. When we do that, we can see how much they need us, how much repetition that it's in there, how, mm. how <laughs> stubborn they can be mm. and, you know, how they can say they can figure out one day and the next one they don't. And, how they can say yes to something, but they mean it only for the 20% mm -hmm. and so on. And and then you sort of look at them and you go like, oh God, I'm just like that. Yeah, I'm just exactly the same way. Mm. I can say yes to you today and then tomorrow maybe 20%. And then yeah. because there is this growing and this learning to depend more of him and to, yeah, just to be more like him and, mm. And I see it on my kids, and, and I think that that has helped me to, yeah, to to be more like Christ. Mm. They don't even know that they actually disciple me yeah. that little. You know yes, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, it's incredible because you're facing moral questions all day long, aren't you? When you yeah. when you're disciplining, especially little people, getting trying to get the foundation right. You know, that's really the the first work of discipleship is trying to get the foundation right, and that's exactly what you're doing. But then, yeah. on top of that, as you say. You, you know, things about you are being revealed all the time and you're having to, you're having to develop a kind of compassion that you wouldn't have had otherwise, I think, when you're seeing it played out. And, and you and I were talking about this earlier, about the way we talk to our children when yes. we have Christ in our lives. It, it makes a yeah. significant difference to the way we speak to them, doesn't it? Yes. It's, uh, yeah, I was mentioned to you before, uh, share with with people who who don't pay attention to the words that they say mm -hmm. whether that is i always said it we have to be careful that we're blessing them not cursing them mm -hmm. and and it's on harsh but but that is the reality when you mm -hmm. look back if you if you grew up in a you know non-christian family we it's easy to to say things um not because you mean it harshly not because you really decide the worst for them you don't um but unconsciously that's what you actually all the time you're speaking someone over someone else's life mm. um and when you become to christ it's all these things all these dramas and all these issues that you have to start surrender and cleaning and you know purifying yourself and let mm -hmm. christ to remove it um and then you you become mom and uh, with christ you're like god uh I want to speak better over my kids. I want to mm -hmm. you know, speak blessings over them and the way that we, 
you know, the way that I treat them is the way that you treat me. Mm. The way that I speak over them is the way that you will speak over me. Um, and, you know, we nail it. I don't know we, but at least me, I nail it 50-50. Yeah. <laughs> and, le- and I'm learning every day. Yeah. You know, I have my days that I'm like, I bless them so much. Not that I curse them, but there are days that I have to keep my mouth shut. Mm. But because it doesn't look the same way that God will speak to me. And even... You know, my, my two-year-old uh, is a boy and, and he does way more tantrums than my daughter did. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I barely see tantrums from my daughter. And then he come along and man, I see him on the floor like six, seven times a day. Yeah. Um, not all the time, but you know, there are days. And the days that I'm like, I you know, I sit with him and you know, what Father God will do with me, he will just listen and I will sit with him and it's okay, buddy, we can do this. Yeah. But there are days that I forget how Father God will speak to me and I will just look at him and just get up, stop crying. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, and then we, you know, and, and and then you have to watch that that your emotions will surpass what your words are saying. Mm. Uh, and that's a daily, you know, growing for us as a yeah. human beings, mm. because then we actually learn, especially, I don't know, but I think especially women, so that we do control our mouth because uh, emotions can flow very quick and our yes. words can actually grow, especially my personality. So I'm guilty of that. So we, I actually have learned to, to keep my mouth shut and let my emotions be processed before I actually open my mouth. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah that yeah. was the blessing of the patience that you learned. Yes, I that's wish it. I, I wish I had that. Yeah, well, the the one, the kicker for me is I find myself moralizing, you know, they, they have to go and sit by themselves for a, a period of time that's set by their age. Yes. And, and then I explain blah, 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 all the things. that, And I'm moralizing away. I'm thinking, oh, this is an excellent lecture. And then I realize you just did that and you... You totally did that to them right then. What you're telling them yeah. not to do, in some way or other, yeah. and I've, I've, I, especially with my soon-to-be five-year-old, I find myself frequently now apologising, because I mm. think, actually, she deserves it. You know, I can't tell her not to to act in this way, and then she's getting old enough to see hypocrisy very clearly. You know, and I yeah. can see it in her face sometimes. I think, yeah, you're right. Actually, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Mummy, mummy, yeah. mummy got it wrong there too. And I just yeah. have to apologize to her because she needs to, she needs to see that modeled, I think, just as much as anything else. Yeah. That's, yeah. That, that's, that's it. But it's, and ugh, my, it's a bitter pill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My four year old, I can't, I can't remember exactly where it was, but I did something. Um, she did something and I say, no. We don't do this because of that. And I was just talking to her and she turned to me and she's like, but you do it. Hmm. I was like, oh, like I wasn't even aware of it. Yeah. Like at all. I was like, no, I don't. And I can't even remember what it is. But anyway, hmm. but I said, no, I don't. And she's like, yes. And she came with the whole, the time that I did it, where I was and everything. And I'm <laughs> like, oh man, I did it. <laughs> you know, like you actually went like, oh wow. Like see how. Sometimes we just go in the day to day because that's what we have to do. Or we, yeah. you know, like as a moms, you know, let's get this right. Let's get this done. You know, I have my kids with me at home. You know, I, I, I want to homeschool. So, um, you know, let's do this and let's do that. Have everything ready. That you miss those things, you know, those yeah. things. But they're watching you closely. Yes. I was like, imagine if we, the same way, we just watch closely 
to Jesus. Imagine the things that we will see. Imagine the That's things right. that we will learn. So it's, I always see that that things. You know, I always say, I was like, oh, I am learning so much by being a mom. But also, hey, you teach me how much the interaction that I can have with mm. Jesus, with my father. Mm. Um, it's, it's just one way and another one, and it's, and it's just beautiful. Yeah, yeah. And something that is new to me is asking him to help me teach them things that I know I can't do right. And patience is a big one. You know, being, I remember I've recently been very upset looking at my youngest because she's like me. She just has no patience at all. And I know that it's going to get her into trouble. And, and I just think, you know, where I would normally be sitting there thinking, how am I going to teach this child patience? You know, I'm, <laughs> now I sit there and think, Father, I have no patience. Please, can you show me how to teach this? Because I know she needs to learn it. You yeah. Know? And it's something, something I would never have taken to God before. Yes. But yes. yeah, you, you become, the more you rely on him, the more you realize you need to rely on him. And yes. yeah, the more yes. your faults are revealed. Yeah. Yes, can I share a testimony on that one? Um, mm. I wrote a book by Chris Valentine, Spiritual Intelligence, uh, and he mentioned how we as a Christian, we have a spiritual intelligence. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and if we ask, if we partner with Holy Spirit more, like truly knowing that he, he is in us and we can actually ask him and work with him, we'll have answers for many things. And he talks about business and so on. And, and I was like, I'm just going to try that with my kids. <laughs> you know, same as you were yeah. saying, I was like, because sometimes, even if it sounds, sounds logic, we don't actually do it every single time. Mm. Um, and still, I don't do it every single time. But I remember um, with my with my daughter, she she had an attitude and I was saying, they normally have an attitude, but this one was just becoming very constant. Mm. Um, just such a sassy attitude. And I don't know where she was getting it from. And I was like, and I was because I don't like it. Mm. I was getting very annoyed. I was like, no, we don't do this. And I was like, I don't like it. And, you know, and she's like, but why not? And and my justification was like, because we don't like it and we don't do this in this house. <laughs> you know, <laughs> full stop. Mom yeah. says it. But she's not a woman who just stays there because mom don't like it. She really needs an explanation. And then she, and I was like, I can't do this. So I actually said, you need like Holy Spirit, you know, you know him more than I do. Mm. I was like, and just coming into that place, I was like, you know him more than I do. How do I explain this? You know, what what do you want me to do? And I have such a simple baby answer. I remember that was, and I'm like, I'm just gonna try it. And I went to my daughter and I say, Have you seen this movie, which is Frozen? Do you like this attitude? Um, she's like, No, I don't like that woman. From I don't like when she behaves like that. I was like, Well, you look exactly the same way when you behave this way. She stopped. Fully stopped. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I would simple. never think to contemplate, to actually point to the movie and say, do you like this? And, yeah. you know, it, it's so simple and it's so, it sounds maybe silly, but, but for me it was like, oh, it is very simple when yeah. we welcome you. Uh, Isn't that just the way forget. he comes? He comes to you though. I mean, I mean, you, yes. you said it multiple times tonight and I've had the same experience where we've just been walking along bumping into the same wall over and over again and then someone says one thing and it's like oh, yeah i get it you know yes if only yeah. we could know ourselves so well you know <laughs> it's just proof isn't it that we have no idea who we are oh. and you know 
we're we're bumbling along with these beautiful children. <laughs> I mean, yes. it's it's kind of terrifying in a way that we've been given these gifts, and you know that's why I think it can't just be for them because we're not enough, are we? It it must that's be it. for us as well. This yep. this mutual yeah. need that we have for each other, us and our children. Indeed. But yeah. now you're, I mean, you're talking about being a, a successful woman and, and being very career driven, but you have been led to be a homeschool mum. Yes. Tell Not us about an that. easy decision whatsoever. Mm. Yes, we never contemplated. Like my husband and I, we never did. Like in Colombia, homeschooling is not not even close to what it is here. At least here you are more familiar with it. Uh, over there is very unusual, extremely unusual. So it was never in our right and we never thought about it. You know, I even I even I was teaching so I was like, no, after one year, I'm I'm giving one year to my kids and then childcare. Uh <laughs> that's that's the way it goes. And then my daughter was six months and I started going like, oh, I'm not sure if I can actually leave it in one year, maybe one year and a half. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, maybe, maybe it will be longer. So, and that's when I started contemplating like, oh, how, how long, how long do I think? And I just felt, and it's different for every mom and it's okay. But I just felt such a desire, my heart to be with them. Like it was mm. such a desire of no one can actually teach my kids the values it wasn't about mm. education but it was the values yeah. that i want them to have as a family there is specific values that that we recognize that we want them to be saturated by them no one can do this like no one uh so i said maybe two years and a half you know but it got to two years and i was pregnant so clearly i was gonna go because i was already expecting another one i was like so i'm staying home so I start reading about homeschooling, uh, interviewing moms and families that I know, uh, have friends. So keeping it low key like, as you normally do. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, but then, you know, friends that are having homeschooling, I was like, oh, wow. And, you know, I see how they are now mature people and, and all the doubts that I have. But, but it is an, a decision. It, and it was, even when I was already even when I had already my identity in Christ, it was a point when I'm like, can I do this? Can I actually stay home with mm -hmm. my two kids and leave work because I do love what I do? Can I do this? Can I, is this something that I can surrender? Is this something that, and, and you start looking, you know, you have people who look homeschooling like, oh, how brave moms are. And you look people who looks, uh, who look at homeschooling of, oh, they don't do anything. They just, homestay moms yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean and I was like I don't want to be that homestay mom who doesn't do anything just cookies and biscuits and yeah. looking after the kids I don't want to be that man um I don't um I prefer to go to work but then this thing about values um keep going I was like all right let's try we visit seven child cares seven there <laughs> and I'm saying, yeah seven again um but not meaning like they're bad it's just you know when something is for you you know when you yeah. go to a place and it sits with you and you're mm. like that's it i leave yeah. my kids here we never had that mm. it was one uh last year to, the last one that it was is great we like it and i said let's try because with two i was getting a little bit 
I need a time. I need at least mm. four hours, at least, at least four hours, one day a week. Yeah. Um, so let's try. And I put the two kids in there uh, and they last one week. Mm. And I pull them out. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot of people is, ah, oh, you just have to go through the crying. And I was like, no, it's not about the crying. Mm. I have, it's something in my heart that I just mm. can, I just felt that I was doing something wrong. I just mm-hmm. felt that God was asking me something and I wasn't doing it. Yeah. Um, so it wasn't, it, it wasn't like, oh yeah, let's come to school. I said, you know, I stay home. It was a lot of thought and a lot of investigation of how you do this mm. um, because I want to teach them, but also, but then when you're at home and then you pray with them and worshiping with them and dancing with them and you go like, who else is going to do this? Yeah. And my daughter is already four and I look at her head and I was like, it's so quick. My son turned two yesterday mm. and I'm like, it went too quick. Yeah. You know, those moments that we are allowed to influence them the most, mm. um, it's a blessing. Yeah. It's actually a blessing to be able to be with them. Yeah. Um, there is a lot of parents that wants to be with them and they can't do it mm. uh, for many reasons. Um, so I'm actually feel blessed yeah. that we can actually, but that, that actually helped the seven years, you know, like we, during the seven years, we organize our finances yeah. to be able to be living under one salary mm-hmm. that that's, you know, you help. Um, yeah. so because that way that we said that with my husband, let's, let's, you know, let's organize ourselves that when we have kids, if something happens, we can survive with one salary. Yeah. And we did, and, and we're very blessed. We're extremely blessed. So we, we don't take it for granted. But saying that, there's some days that I'm like, I don't know if I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's call it some 5 p.m., 4.30, I'm looking at my husband. Yeah. What time are you finishing? Yeah. Like, what time are you finishing? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I know exactly the feeling you're talking about. Some days it just gets out of your hands, doesn't it? Like, you yeah. see... I've gotten to a point now where I can see that the train is moving in the wrong direction and I'm I'm just standing there powerlessly watching it going this is this day is <laughs> it's going to be one of those days you know less yep. so now that that my eldest is now at school but but now I have the opposite where I'm missing her and then you know thinking do you you probably don't really need to just go to school today do you <laughs> Yeah exactly I <laughs> just do some painting <laughs> That's it. I, I look at my da- uh, my daughter today uh, because we're thinking of prep next year, mm. um, and we're thinking: Are we continuing homeschooling, or you know, are we doing this, and for mm. how long? And we're praying. God will actually give us the answer. Um, but you know, on the thought of actually saying he had to prep, uh, I turned to her and I was like, "But I see her every day. Well, when she's gone for five days, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's this. It's always something in us that we're like, oh, we we want to influence them and we want to be there for them. Mm. And yeah, yeah. So. yeah, it's terrifying actually how quickly outside influences come pouring in too. I've noticed even in the first term, we're, we're dealing with things that, you know, we've never had to deal with before yeah. um, in a very young and, you know, unoffensive way. You know, it's it's, yeah. it's not intruding on on life at all, but but it's there. You know, and yeah. I'm having to up my game already. Thinking, how am I going to navigate these questions? You know, yeah, because I have to have an answer. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yes, indeed. Obviously, <laughs> I should be going to God, shouldn't I? <laughs> 
That's the way. That's the way. Well, it has been amazing to talk to you and um, I'm so grateful that I've gotten, gotten to know you and gotten to know your story. So thank you so much for being on the show. No, thank you, Danny, for having me. And I just pray, I have listened to some of your podcasts and they have been so helpful that I just pray that this one will help someone else and that will continue like a domino effect so we can support and we can grow because that's that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. sharing our stories, absolutely. Well, you've already helped me, so thank you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, thanks to you and God bless you. You too, thanks. Thanks for listening today. This episode marks the end of our season three. I hope you've enjoyed this season and that you've been encouraged and uplifted by the stories we've shared. You can stay connected to us meantime through Facebook and Instagram. Do take a moment to follow us and share links and posts, as this really does help to spread the word about the show. If you or a mum you know has a story to share about her walk with Christ through motherhood, then please do contact the show through our website at www.thegospelaccordingtomum.com. Don't be afraid to pass on the faith and understanding that God has given you. It's so needed, and we'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, be encouraged, friend, and remember the God who taught you to love will not leave you as you walk with him more and more at your own pace. I'm Tanya Reason, and you've been listening to The Gospel According to Mum. Till next time.